So today has been quite the busy day in the studio. Actually, not technically in the studio, but people have been trying to get in the studio while we were recording. And it just happened like not even 10 seconds ago while I'm doing the intro. Sorry, everybody, but I was sitting down with Dominique. And we were talking about some things that you don't hear often, especially down south, where the Bible is on the belt. But pretty fucking interesting shit, though. Not gonna lie. I have definitely a preconceived notion of what we talked about, and I was thoroughly surprised when you break it down. I have absolutely no qualms with all of it, which is wonderful, because it doesn't really matter. Whatever you want to do. And I do like the way we ended the episode, too. That was a good... Everything just came, kind of came full circle. It was really neat. I'm impressed with how unintentional it all was. <laughs> But I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoy talking to Dominique. And I'm excited for all of y'all to get a different perspective. <laughs> and I feel pretty confident a lot of you will. So enjoy and improve your life. Jim, it's just like I said, Jim, Jim, like I said, just stop sucking so much. Because you suck, Jimmy. I'm still just going to hit that one single chord until the day I die. I'm just going to come in here on your next podcast with whoever else you're talking to and just give it a flick. <laughs> It sounds like you're popping little bubbles. <laughs> I was like, how do you know Dominique's on the episode? <laughs> like a fish. I really sincerely hope this actually transfers over to the recording. This The little bumps that you're doing, it cracks me up. Otherwise, we're just going to sound like lunatics. Yeah, I know people have no idea what we're talking about. Although, in one of the episodes, Danielle bursts in here. And I was like, you probably can't even hear her. And then definitely you can hear her on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, okay. I mean, she she knows how to project. Yeah. She would definitely be someone that would have stand away from the mic a little bit. That's but not fair. in a bad way, Danielle, if you're listening to this. No, it's powerful. It's assertive. It's powerful. It's what women need. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fuck yeah. No more of that meek and mild bullshit we ain't playing that no more it didn't it didn't get us anywhere have you seen the battleship box that's been passed around the internet lately nope see i'm on reddit i was talking about this with my buddy the other day it's like people learn a lot from reddit but it's oh, only yeah. if you curate what you see sure and i don't put that much energy into it so mine's just a bunch of stupid fucking memes <laughs> and one of the memes is a picture of the old battleship box and on the cover is like fun for the whole family and there's a picture of a dad and the son playing battleships and in the background the mom and the daughter are doing dishes oh <laughs> my fucking god fun for the whole family fun for the whole family that's amazing i just recently saw these memes about like what board games should actually have been titled 
and the one for Battleship was like, this could easily be done on two pieces of paper with a pen. Like, doesn't yeah. need the board game at all. And the Monopoly was like, family fight night. That's <laughs> so true. Other. Uh, Twister was like, this looks like it should end in sex, but it doesn't. Amen. Mm-hmm. Everything about Twister is like, think. oh, God. And then you're done and you're just sweaty and frustrated for no good reasons at all. Yeah. It's yeah. like trying to do yoga on top of other people. Yeah. Not in a good way. But like way. competitively. Yeah. Like, I'm going to fucking knock you over. My <laughs> downward dog's better than yours. That's exactly what that is. Yo, honestly, that's that's a million dollar idea. Market it. Sell it. What? Just competitive yoga. People competitive would love it. Yoga. Oh, my God. Absolutely. They would absolutely love that, but everyone who practices yoga would be like, that's the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do with Those yoga. Those aren't the people you'd market it to because they're already doing their yoga. It's true. You'd market competitive yoga to people who are like, yeah, maybe I would like to stretch and feel a little better, but yoga's boring. You're like, well, who's going to win? Who's going to win yoga today? <laughs> people like to win. Would you just use the same mat? Or did you create like a whole new game board? I'm almost thinking like uh, some kind of like MMA type place where it's just a big old mat on the floor, you know, like giant mats everywhere. Yeah, so the whole floor is a mat. How competitive are we getting? It's competitive yoga. I mean, what do you... <laughs> How do you win competitive yoga? We're giving everyone... I know, our idea is gone. Yeah. It's too late now. You're like, we got this. I don't, I don't know. How powers. do you? How do you do competitive yoga? Yeah, we're going to leave this you off, tell us. off air. <laughs> Let the people decide. We do have an empty warehouse in there we could use. Oh, shit. Ironically, MMA, like, fighting rings were built in that warehouse before Brad bought the building. Really? Yep. I thought this used to be an auto garage. Hence the giant garage doors. I think maybe in the very, very beginning, and then it was a pet shop, and then it was abandoned, and then it was a... Place for competitive yoga, just way ahead of its time. Right. Mm -hmm. I think whoever owned it just used it to build shit just because it was completely empty. Which is crazy. This building's beautiful. It is. I know. I mean, there's been a lot of work, though, so it was not beautiful. I went in here when it was the pet shop, and it was disgusting. Oh, yeah. You've been here your whole life? Forever? Maybe? Long time? Pretty much. You're from Virginia? I was born in Jacksonville, Florida, but it was like a year or two, and we moved up here, so it doesn't... Yeah, you're from here. We went over this. Yeah, we did. You were like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's Florida. Nobody cares. I don't know. I care. Sorry. That was no judgment against um, Florida. It was just that Florida sucks, so... No, there is a lot of... Oh, wait. Nice. <laughs> I was like, no, you were totally right. Florida sucks. But I was like, no, you got there at the end. You just a little, little plot twist. Everyone else is like super confused listening. They're like, I feel good. Wait. You got me there. But seriously, there is... I keep them on your toes. Florida is just weird. Been there a, a part times. of me feels the Florida in me. Ew, are you okay? You should I go know. to a doctor. I know. It's like the little bit of crazy that I have. That's fair. I do enjoy how very meticulous you're getting with this. And so cautious with the microphone. Well, I... Are now too far away. That makes sense, because I moved it farther away. Yeah. I just don't want to keep hitting it, which I keep doing anyways. That's okay, it happens. That's fair. Everyone realizes that we're talking into mics. Burr, 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 burr. Make the worst sound effects. I can't wait to put that in the intro. 
That's it. That's the whole intro. Oh, I used to be a nanny for these two kids, um, and the little girl at one point loved that, just the making the air, air horn noise. Mm. And so she would try and do it, but in her little three-year-old brain, the farther she mm. could get was, brum, brum, brum. So <laughs> I shared it with my friends, and for the longest time, that was our air horn noise. Brum, brum, brum. <laughs> It was precious. That's amazing. Yeah. That's little, so... three, little three-year-old brain was like, close enough. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Just keep, just like randomly would just do that noise Nailed all the it. time. Yeah, all the time. That's so But, but like wonderful. appropriately, like she'd be playing with her brother or something and she would win or like she would get her way or something and she'd be like, burr, 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 and look at him with like a serious face and like her brows were furrowed a little bit. It was great. She was cool. She's still cool. We hang out. That's amazing. I never did anything. I don't think I did anything that clever when I was a young kid. Ugh, boring. Or you know what? That's fair, though, because now you're like a clever, creative adult, so it just came and hit you later in life. I feel like I was a much more creative and clever child than I am now as an adult. Well, in the terms of like interacting with people, I was never that clever. Mm. See, I didn't interact with people. I mean, I was drawing, doodling, and all that shit still, yeah. Right. You're having your creativity. I had no sass. God, I was nothing but sass. No outward sass. How about that? That's fair. Thought it. Never thought, thought it real hard. Never said it. <laughs> no. This is like the thought of saying that to someone. I'm like they're gonna reply, and then that's that's a problem. Then I'm gonna have to talk to them. Yeah, I got a. That was always what I got in trouble for as a kid. Up until like teenage years, talking back. Really? Oh yeah. Given you? sass, I just couldn't control myself. No. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. I would never. I do like when people are sassy, though. It's, I don't know if it's just... I think it's genuine. I think sass is genuine. And it's no hold back. It makes me respect the person more. Hmm? I guess probably because I didn't in, like indulge in my sass as much. But when I experience it now in later life, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I deserve that. I have a great story speaking of that. Tell me. I was in here and I was going around the corner to go heat up my lunch in the kitchen. So I've got to go through the cafe, everyone, through the door that goes through the warehouse into the kitchen. It's a long journey. Oh my God. It is quite a trek. You know, I had a fellowship of people together. Because there's more doors. And it was cold outside. It's beside the point. Okay. Continue. So I whip around and through the door to get into the warehouse right in front of it is this guy and is talking to people standing right in front of the walkway that the door is open and closing because the kitchen has to come through it every single time. And then uh-huh. you have Richard bringing in coffee and the dude is just like straight up just chilling. And I whip around the corner and I've got this frozen fucking food in my hand. So my hand is getting cold and I'm a little bitch. So I need to get that shit off my hands. And he looks at me and then turns right back around and continues his conversation. Uh, and so uh, I walk through the group conversation to open the door and walk through. And I immediately go beeline right to Richard's area. And I just start ranting about it. I'm like, who, why the fuck do people just stand in the fucking walkway? Like, they know. Or, like, someone who is, like, putting cream and shit in their coffee. And then everyone else is, like, behind them waiting. But they're just sitting there talking to someone else. Like, get the fuck out of the way. Like, get out of... <laughs> the lanes of traffic and as i'm should have told him bitching should have been sassy and right and complaining about all this the maintenance man that works here the mr fix-it guy henrik is like will you please move all these people to standing in the walkway 
and I can't get around you as you're complaining. So as I was complaining about people standing in the way, I literally stood to tell that story in the middle of the walkway that Henry was trying to How get. How <laughs> dare you? He just laid down the sass and destroyed me. But that's exactly, I mean, he was even nice about it. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Richard laughed for, like, literally a whole day and told every single person. So much so that I was like, Richard, when the fuck am I going to stop hearing about never. this shameful moment that I had? It's never over. It's continuing now. He was like, I'll let you know. Now it's immortalized. Yeah, it's okay. It was a good moment. That's fair. Everyone should be. But honestly, good for him for, you know, saying something. But still, I'd say he was too nice. Oh, yeah. Because a good, a good easy go-to. I actually use a lot of my other job because the walkway to get from in front of the bar to behind the bar slash also to go into the kitchen and like dish padere and everything is literally a one lane like it cannot fit more than one person so sometimes people love to stand there and just chit chat or whatever and just make that their place to stand for a second so my go-to phrase is not a good place to stand as i'm trying to like shove through and pass them (laughs) but that's a that's a you know easy go-to it's just not a good place to stand still nice enough but it gets your point across. It is. It also gives you like the sense of uh, you know, disappointment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, what have I done? I disappointed this person. They're not angry at me, but I just I let them down, and that hurts a little bit more. When it shows your like um, urgency too, you know, you don't have time to sit there and explain to them that they need to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> you just go, and you go. Not a good place to stand. Just right through. It's them. just a statement. You know what I mean? You're not asking anything. You're not. You're not even you're not even technically like reprimanding, you're just it's just a statement. Doing... It's a general observation of this area. It's not a good place to stay. Right? Mm-hmm. Just put that on the wall. I just might. That'd be pretty neat. I did put a giant hey, Caleb, can I commission you for a piece of art that says not a good place to stand? Only if I can put a middle finger in it. Please, for the love of God, put a middle <laughs> finger <laughs> Okay. <laughs> can make that happen. On the back of that one over there I did draw a giant like danger zone right because kids go over there too yeah and that door swings wide open i have definitely kicked that door open and hit a kid you hit a child well technically if the door hit the kid i will hit a child what's that from (laughs) i can hear will ferrell saying that oh close no but it's role models i don't know how it's close but it's role models it's not will ferrell oh is it paul rudd Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think, or is it Sean William? What's his name? What's that Scott. Name? Scott, that's him. Him? Okay. It might yeah. be his character. He's good, too. I think it might be his. Yeah. Because the kid he gets paired up with is like an actual child. Yeah, you know what? I'm almost 98% certain it's his character. That's right, because Paul Rudd's dude is like a is like geeky yeah, guy. It's McLovin. Yeah, McLovin. Christopher Mintz Blase. I don't understand how you do that. I don't know. It's my superpower. Which is knowing actors in movies. Yeah, and like knowing how they like the seven degrees of separation or whatever, all that shit. Like this oh. is connected to that stuff. I'm pretty good at. Interesting. I don't know why I can't put that skill to anything useful and like learn <laughs> a trade, but I can read s- someone's IMDb page and then know <laughs> their whole fucking career be... and remember it so... for no good reason. I would. I'm, I'm actually really jealous of that. I oh, am on IMDb useless. all the time. So am I. Just adding more to the, the vault yeah but i can't remember as well as you i'm yeah, constantly you're an like, artist so go back okay you have a skill set just gotta sacrifice all the other fun things just because yeah, what, I you can... think you get multiple 
get the, what, what do you think? You're Donald Glover or something? Get the fuck Ooh, out of here. Felt that. Yeah. You should. Everybody should. Everybody listen to this. Please know that you're not as good as Donald Glover and you never will be. <laughs> that goes for every single person listening, unless you're Donald Glover or Beyonce. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Or Beyonce. I mean, it's really hard to argue that because Donald Glover has literally done like everything. everything. And not just like has done everything. No, mastered it. Yeah. He killed it. He, should, he shouldn't be allowed. Nobody should be allowed to have that many skill sets. But, you know, go ahead. Yeah. I'm real proud. Dude's a fucking genius. I'm a fan. He's genius. He's beautiful. His voice is amazing. He can dance really well. He can dance real well. He can, he's a comedian? Yeah, dude, his stand-up com- comedy is amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I can't with him. He just Can you imagine if he came out with another single, like a, like a stand-up? Another comedy special? That's my hope. That's what, that's what I hope he comes back to next, because it's been a while. Yeah, he kind of like loops through things. The last time he was doing comedy, I think, was around camp. Or before camp, because mm-hmm. then he had that little tour where he did like comedy the first half of the show and then rapped the other. Really? Half of the show. Yeah, that was a tour that happened. What? I That's mean, amazing. I didn't, I didn't see it. I wish I did, but I knew of it. Damn. Right. Yeah, I mean that's a long time. That was like right after, or during when he was in college. No, he was already writing for Thirty Rock. I don't know if he was, was still it? in school. Damn, he just looks so young. Yeah. Not anymore though. It was like a burly wild man. Just because he has a beard. Creativity is just bursting out through his hair follicles. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> if only we could all be so lucky. Seriously, I know some of our hair follicles don't exist. Or just like creativity bursting oh. through them. I see. Okay. <laughs> we went two different directions. We did. <laughs> I, was like, I was talking about okay. my lack of skill and talent for creative things. That's not true at all. <sighs> I just, maybe you, it's drawing. We I'm just, literally I'm, just talked about you being I know, a singer. I know, I can sing, whatever. But I guess in my head, whenever I say that, I'm always just thinking of like physical art. And I've always been so envious of it. Because like my stick figures, you know, actually, I was almost going to compare it to that of a first grader. But like that would be rude for me to do that to first graders. That's such bullshit. No, I promise you. I know, I hear this literally all the time. I don't know why. It's... Everyone always goes to stick figures. Who fucking cares? Don't draw a goddamn stick figure. When do you ever? Because that's the easiest of things what? to do. And is I it still really? Can't do it. Really, yeah. a stick figure is the yeah. easiest of things to do because yeah. you got to think about proportions and everything. So yeah, super easy. You can't just draw a fucking hot dog. <laughs> super easy. You don't even need a bun. I it's can't... a oval. Yeah, I don't know if I could draw a real true oval. If it's not perfect. I have so much disdain in my eyes for you right now. <laughs> I can't I can't see it. We're on a podcast, sorry. Oh you're looking <laughs> right, god damn it. I don't know if I hit the mic this time or you didn't. Uh, that might have been you and your zipper. <laughs> I love weird sound effects and I wish Hollis was here to give us a brim brim brum. I know me too. I know. Is it the same though? Now? How long ago was that? couple years See? i don't know if she's done it in a while i bet she I bet she still knows what's up what if it has like a positive note at the end if she learned how to like go up and make it like a major <laughs> instead of a minor oh that's now i'm just thinking of blues clues mm. that's a good one that was actually really good it sounded exactly like blue only because i'm a little bit raspy right now because i was just getting over a cold otherwise i don't think it would sound mm. 
that great. Those are dangerous words. One of those people, or if you're someone sick, they kick them out. I'm not sick. Well said. The, I'm gonna throw you down the. the did the you see all my well. snacks that you made fun of? Yeah. That's how I stay healthy when I'm feeling sick. You know how much you know how much bone broth I drank these past couple of days? A lot. Okay. What do you like a vampire or something? Vampires eat bone broth. I don't. Know. I was thinking bone marrow. Never mind. There's garlic in mine, so probably not. <laughs> also, I wish I had bone marrow. That shit's great for you. Lots of good vitamins. Have you eaten bone marrow? I've had bone marrow ice cream before, so what? that's definitely not healthy for you, but it's delicious. I don't understand. Like, it was bone marrow flavored ice cream? Yeah, I actually requested it um, from my friends back in California who were just, like, trying to make creative fancy shit for, like, different pop-ups. This, I had this friend who worked at this cheese place, and they wanted to go do, like, cheese presentations at places. And one time they were talking about making desserts, and I was like, if you guys make ice cream, I have a request. And it was bone marrow and, like, black cherries or something. Because I'd seen it already on some video oh, okay. on the internet. Somebody made bone marrow and, like, black cherry ice cream. And I thought it sounded amazing. And it was, because it was, like, salty and tart and, like, savory a little bit. But it was delicious. I've never had bone marrow. I've only had it in ice, ice cream, cream, so. I feel like not a bad way to start, though. Yeah. Fair enough. It's pretty creative. I started the right way. I can't imagine it would be, like, unappealing, though. I mean, I don't know. I guess presentation-wise. You could eat it out of a bone, right? Yeah, I guess. Unless they prepare it and give you just the piece that you kind of scrape out the end. <laughs> this is not making it sound appealing I at know, all. Right? <laughs> you just scrape it out the bone and eat it. Ignore the person screaming that you're scraping it out of. Ew. Ah, don't get that get that spot right there okay ah. <laughs> gross got the good one you're gross ah. i've seen anthony bourdain eat that before that's the first Bone time marrow? that i actually considered it being something worth eating yeah because i think he loves it i would eat bone marrow did. before i ate a lot of other crazy shit i would do that before escargot hmm. real real fast what else? There's some other weird things I haven't done. Escargot is nails. Weird, excuse me. For, like different. Un untried things. Okay, but escargot is snails. Mm -hmm. What's the fish? The little fish eggs. Um, caviar. Yeah. I've had caviar. Yeah. There's different kinds. The kind I had was salmon roe, and it's just so salty. It literally tastes like when you're boogie boarding, and then you face plant into the sand, and you get like it up your nose, and you can taste it in your brain. Oh, that's what salmon roe tasted like to me. Yeah, like goosebumps. Yeah, I know. Real good, real good with my words. That's nasty. Yeah, it wasn't I'm, great. I immediately tasted that. So, to be yeah. honest, though, texture I was kind of into because it reminded me a little bit of those weird kind of like mochi balls. I don't know why I keep calling things weird. They're fascinating. But the mochi balls that they have at frozen yogurt places sometimes, they like pop in your mouth and they're full of liquid. Yeah. That was kind of the... There are different kinds, though. Some have ice cream inside. Some have, like, red bean paste. Mm. I like the ones with red bean paste. I just... I've, I've tried, like, the gelatinous ones. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, like, just a gelatinous bead filled with a liquid. I do. That's... No that. Caviar. Well, it was salmon roe, anyways. Oh. Yeah. yeah Except but... it wasn't even, like, liquidy. It was still kind of just, like, gelatinous. I ate it with a chip and some creme fraiche... <laughs> Caviar and chips. No bananas? Caviar and nachos. Isn't that a thing? It's a restaurant, right? 
Yeah, it's a cafe downtown. Hmm. What kind of laugh was that? I knew you were referencing the cafe downtown. I don't think that's a real thing. If it is, I'm baffled now. What do you mean? It's like sweet and salty is what you just talked about in ice cream form. Yeah, but bana why banana? I don't know. I've never seen it in real life. I don't know. I just figured that was some, quote, cleverish thing those people decided to name their cafe. I just pulled it out of my ass. I have no idea. It's because you've heard of the cafe. Yeah, that is true. Subliminally, mm. it's in there. You yeah. work downtown. It's around. That's true, but I don't do anything but go to the bakery and then drive back. Like, ever? Yeah. That's a shame. Is it, though? Yeah. Come get a hamburger for me one day. You do realize that I leave the bakery at, like, 7.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Although, caviar and bananas would be open. <laughs> You can go get an overpriced bagel. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, instead I just burr, want to go burr, back burr. to bed. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into the thick of it. Thick. Dominique. Double C. I'm glad that you came in here. Would you just call me Double C? I said thick. Double C. Oh. I was talking to someone the other day and they called me. Something like that. Someone called you Thiek? No, it was going back to uh, alliteration with my name, and I told them not to call me CC. Yeah, that's not your name. Well, because it was something something Caleb, but it started with a C. What's your middle name? And why do you need to know? I hate when people get weird about their middle names. It makes no sense. It's just your name. It's on your driver's license. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's your name. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer to go by my first and middle name because my last name is just kind of hard for people to say and hearing people butcher it has just torn me to shreds over the years. Yeah, exactly. I thought I've been practicing how to pronounce that. You don't need to. Just call me Dominique Murray. That's it. Okay. It's my stage name. <laughs> I don't have any issue with people knowing my middle name, but it is fun to tease people because they expect the challenge of finding out a middle name. Nobody expects the challenge. Yes, they do. You mean to tell me if you ask a random person, what's your middle name? They're, you just automatically assume they're just going to spit it out for you? I'd say half the time, sure. Why not? Because it's always just a handful of people who are like, ooh, I don't know, it's my middle name. Do I share it? How dare you make fun of me? But that was pretty good. That dance was exactly what I was doing. <laughs> no, it's Matthew. Okay, then. So definitely not CC. No. CMQ. Simqua. Simqua. I know, it wasn't having any, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. So we got you on here to talk about non-monogamy. Non-monogamy. Just get right into it. Jump, now. jump, jump. Yeah, we were trying to think of topics, and I figured that's one that I could speak on a little bit, as I'm currently in a non-monogamous relationship. And prior to this non-monogamous relationship I am currently in, I have definitely just always felt that the standard just proposed notion of man meets woman and they get married and they buy a house and they have a baby it just never sounded like it made any sense to me and it <laughs> just sounded very fake and forced and not the norm and i don't think it's impossible obviously there's all kinds of relationships that are a man and a woman who got married and bought a house and had a baby and i'm sure some of them are fine but I would also be willing to argue that a lot of them are not. <laughs> and 
they only are in those relationships because it was the story that was pushed down their throats, pushed down all of our throats mm-hmm. for like no good reason. It's weird. I think it was just that article I was looking at before we started talking. I think it said, I want to see, was like 2014, America had like an 84% disapproval rate of anything like non-monogamous relationship. What year? You said 14? I, I did think I did say that. Okay. I was, so as a reference point, whoever's listening, if you want to know anything more about non-monogamy on like an actual kind of scientific level that I'm not so great at explaining. But the show Explained on Netflix has an episode on non-monogamy. It's less than 20 minutes. Um, But one of the things, I just listened to it on the way here to refresh my memory. Perfect. One of the things on there, I believe they said 2016 in some study or survey they did, one third of the American population said that they could see themselves in a non-monogamous relationship. One third's a lot. That is a lot. I know. That was only a few years ago. That's and good. Only a couple years after your thing. If I have the right year. Yeah, dude, that's my problem is I've never been good with like statistics and numbers and like I'm just gonna fucking look. My my brain doesn't work like that. It doesn't hold on to numbers. It'll hold on to actor names and movies real okay. tight, but numbers not so much. I could definitely cram dates and numbers before a test and Oh yeah. Get that's that just shit right. like a quick retrieval memory thing but i'm not gonna know it forever let's see if i can find it what is that game where you have all the cards laid out solitaire well yes that is correct thank you but if i can finish there's a whole bunch of them and you have to pair them up and so you're flipping them over or you got to remember where they are to get the right pairs the matching game yeah, it probably doesn't have a real name. <laughs> I think it's just the matching <laughs> game, and that's so funny, because now I just feel like it's all coming full circle. One of the main reasons Lil Hollis used to use her brum, 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 is whenever she won the matching game. That's amazing. Because that was their favorite game to play. That's hilarious. Oh my god, no, look. Right here. In 2016, what? a Pew poll of nine countries, the United States had the highest disapproval mm. of adultery with 84% of Americans disapproving. That's fair. I still believe that, especially out of nine countries. The one I was talking about in 2016 was just Americans. Or just Americans, okay. A third of them said, and I don't even know how many people were polled, so who knows what a third actually means. Oh, I know, right? But, so they could see themselves in a non-monogamous relationship. And then, I mean... I don't want to like pretend that I'm some teacher about this because I'm not and I'm just living my own life experiences. But the stuff that I've kind of researched, I guess, and found out um, is for starters, like just the differences between different types of non-monogamous relationships. That's kind of what I was surprised by. Yeah. I heard non-monogamous and I was just like, oh. It's such a blanket. Polygamy got it. Oh, right. Oh my God. That's the biggest, that's the biggest one. When people hear anything other than monogamy, like the word alone polygamy i feel like is such a easy one to associate with because i feel like it was heard maybe a bit more than polyamory or non-monogamy because those terms aren't super popular and they're fairly new in popularity i guess right but polygamy isn't even like polygamy the definition of polygamy is one man with like multiple wives so that that need that leaves no room for anything other than like heteronormative man and wife but like 
add on some more wives in there. And I, I know a lot of it's rooted in religion and so I was about to say that too. Well, that sounds really familiar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's literally the only thing polygamy means. So even if it was like one man with a couple wives and another male partner, that wouldn't be polygamy. Or if it was one guy with a couple wives, but one of those wives also had another boyfriend, that wouldn't be polygamy either. Like yeah. the only thing that can be defined as polygamy is one man, multiple wives. And that's it. And that's not that common. Like, Could it be one man and multiple husbands? No, that's not the definition of polygamy. Just fucking wives. It's just a hetero thing and that's it that is absurd yeah unless everyone agrees upon that i just i don't know man <sighs> i don't know so let's talk about the other the other ones yeah you so, know the other probably more polygamy open. is a type of non-monogamy because non-monogamy means anything that's not monogamous okay um, oh, that makes sense yeah i guess technically monogamy does still include relationships that aren't heteronormative because it is just a singular partner with a singular partner so it doesn't matter what gender or sexuality as long as it's just two one-on-one to pair that's it okay um polyamory specifically is uh more than two people with like an actual relationship so it could be like a guy and a girl are dating and that girl also has another girlfriend or it could be a guy and a girl are dating and they both also have another girlfriend and another boyfriend or, or anything of the sorts. Whereas I personally like to use the blanket non-monogamy term because I currently just have a single partner, but our relationship is open and we've both like explored things out of the standard monogamous umbrella of what mm -hmm. things are supposed to be. But I don't have another partner and he doesn't have another partner so technically we are each other's only partner but only partners but we don't limit so you you have like an open relationship yeah so that's a non-monogamous open relationship but we wouldn't we're technically not polyamorous because neither one of us have another partner gotcha yeah. now if it if it's just like a like a fling or something does that count or what of, of having another like partner if it's not something that is going to be ongoing i i mean it was so i think ultimately my biggest thing about all of it is that like the beauty of having a relationship that's anything other than monogamous means that like you get to decide what it means and it doesn't have to just be this monogamous one partner one partner you know the get married buy a house have a kid thing it's whatever the fuck you want it to be so in my relationship, him and I have had other flings or whatever, and we've never called them partners because we didn't feel like they were a partner. They're a good friend or maybe a new person we met or an old friend or a random hookup or whatever it is. But there hasn't been an instance yet where either one of us has wanted to explore actually taking on another partner. Okay. I mean, that's just a bigger emotional commitment i oh, think wholeheartedly agree with that yeah I mean, not that it's not possible or doable but it's just like somebody's got to be worth it you know what i mean <laughs> for, for any kind of relationship someone's, yes. someone's gotta be worth it to most definitely take your time and energy when you already are giving time and energy to one partner i know oh my gosh i think the first instance i like 
I don't want to say heard about this and I don't know, I think considered it in a different perspective was reading the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series. Because they talk about that a lot because the reporter in that series is in an open relationship with the woman who eventually gets married to the guy. Interesting. And they just have that open agreement that the reporter fulfills a specific like sexual thing that her other partner just cannot do, whatever it is. They yeah. just have that bond. I love that. But the other guy gives her everything else that yeah. you would want in a relationship relationship or that she knows she needs at the moment yes she exactly. might have needs that are undiscovered so there are a lot of often times where she'll just like call him up and say like, hey i'm going to blomkiss place for a few days and he's like okay i'll see you when you get back yeah it's beautiful <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> okay well then you read about it and then i'm like okay well it just makes sense right there's nothing to it See, one thing I kind of like to, quote, argue, too, is that even people who are in monogamous relationships are still kind of technically doing a non-monogamous thing in relations to, like, their friendships and their relationships with different people, even though it's not a romantic relationship or a sexual relationship or a physical relationship or whatever, like, you still have relationships with other people and each relationship fulfills different things for you because not a single person can fulfill. This is my thoughts. It's maybe not true for everybody, but no single person can fill every single need you have. It's, it's it sounds crazy to me. I fully agree with that. That and that's why you need sounds ridiculous. other people for other things. And not only that, but like you want, you want people to give you the things that like, that, that they give naturally you know what I mean like you have everybody has the one friend where like if you're feeling like shit and you need somebody to like pick you up give you that pep talk and get you on your way and then like let's fucking go that's that person but if you need somebody you're like I just want to cry and like you know have a body next to me I just want I want somebody there to just comfort me and not try to like make me feel better or whatever but just to listen and soothe my needs those sometimes maybe can be the same people but i feel like a lot of times they're not because that person who naturally is like pick up let's go get up we're ready Mm -hmm. maybe doesn't do a great job at being like okay today you just want to sit here and cry and feel feel sad that's totally fine yeah the other person definitely probably would not be okay with that which is okay (laughs) right which is fine like nobody needs to be what they aren't yeah exactly and i feel like which is an interesting thing to think about because if you the monogamous relationship <laughs> you can't get in here the door's locked <laughs> in a monogamous relationship i wonder if because they are each other's one and only i wonder if that like psychologically Stress. forces them to think they have to be the person that does fill every single like the whole basically oh yeah and i mean we already kind of feel like as a society take that concept and try to like romanticize it like in my head people talk about the whole pillars and they lean on each other and they rely on each other and mm. like i get it sure you have these two single individual pillars and they lean and that's how they stay up but like maybe it would be a better foundation if those two pieces were already like solid on their own and they stood side by side and then they could probably take on a lot more right you know what i mean instead yes. of like just crumbling holding each other up and i don't know Oops. I like that. Yeah. It's a healthier way to think about a relationship. Yeah. Because I have to find my other half. So you mean you're not a whole by yourself? Exactly. I don't understand. It's a huge fucking problem. Yeah. 
and the parts that you think you don't want to like show people like, I'm going to have to keep this shit hidden and eventually I'm going to get married to this person and I can't be that part of them because I have to be all the other goddamn fucking pieces I, I and then... love that too the whole like you know you present this self to somebody and then as soon as you're married you're like but actually I have all these things about me too like mm -hmm. shouldn't you tell somebody about those things before you sign a legally binding contract seriously through the government I don't I don't know doesn't make a lot of sense yeah to divorces me. aren't cheap I was saying that's why the divorce on that epi that episode of explained I think it said 2016, but I could be wrong. But it was something like over 2 million people got married that year in the U.S. And 800,000 divorces happened that year also. I totally feel that. That's a high percentage. Yeah, absolutely. That's almost half. You know, it could still be the same year if a third of the population would be willing to be in. <laughs> this is also who knows what people they asked for that survey and stuff. You know what I mean? Very true. But as far as marriages and divorce rates, that's that's a solid number. That's That's fact. It was but, two million and some change got married, eight hundred thousand got divorced. If that's the right year, it's good to be a, like a marriage and divorce lawyer. Oh man, what an industry we're keeping alive, right? Like the marriage industry, just all the money we give <laughs> to these things that I feel like probably aren't necessary. Oh, absolutely. But what I was trying to say that even if a third of the people are they said they could see themselves in that style. Well, no, I'm thinking the 84% of disapproval rate in America still would count. Yeah. Because that's under the assumption that they're not going to be judged poorly. They're yeah. like, yeah, I could see myself in that, but... And the statistic you gave me was disapproval rate for adultery, which I feel like most people are, because that's just lying. Like, nobody yeah, likes a, a liar. No. That's another one of my things, too, with uh, non-monogamy and people being like, oh, well, like, I could never, first of all, whenever I bring up the topic, of, or I very rarely do anymore, but whenever people ask about non-monogamy because of my relationship, a huge response that I get, and usually the first one is, oh my God, I could never. Okay, well, first of all, wasn't asking you if you could. <laughs> don't, I don't, that's fine. That's cool. Um, but secondly, like, how do you know? How do you know just because right now these fears that are going through your head of saying all the reasons why something wouldn't work, wouldn't actually work if you tried? Not that you have to, but like, I don't know. We all just shut down ideas so fast because it's not what quote unquote normal is. Oh, yeah. And it's so, that's another thing too. Like, why would you immediately shut it down? Like, you haven't even like processed this. Right. <laughs> You're thinking about your partner sleeping with other people and like, just like, hey, I don't even need you anymore. I mean, which is not what the, it's not what it is about at all. Yeah, it's not. It's for, that's a, that's a huge point that I always forget to make too, but. A lot of people think whenever you hear about non-monogamy, it's like, oh, so wild, crazy sex parties all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's possible, sure, and people could do that. That sounds fun, but that's, like, not what it's about, and that's not – there's so much more to it. There's yeah. just – Yeah, we have orgies on Tuesday, <laughs> Thursdays, and Saturdays. Would you like to join the mailing list? <laughs> oh, God. Make, yeah. make sure you flip your pineapple upside down. <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, swinging is probably something totally different. It's a form. Swinging is a form of non-monogamy. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's is just... a agreed upon open interaction with yeah. other people. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. There's all different. That's what non-monogamy is just such a blanket term because it's it's everything that's not a quote traditional quote normal regular standard right. thing that we and on that episode of explained, it talks about how like it's still fairly a new concept to human beings as a whole. 
up until like hunter gatherer days which i think it said was like twelve thousand years ago maybe thirteen thousand years ago mm. um like there's no fucking we're just animals like we weren't monogamous we're all just we're out there hunting gathering reproducing you know what i mean yeah. there's no it's when the agricultural revolution came about that's when people were finally like huh you know that family over there, they've got some nice looking land and a daughter who's the same age as my son. We've got some pretty good land here. And maybe if we combined our lands and we Ooh. owned more space and territory. All right. Like that's all marriage was for in the beginning was these contracts of how to like rule things. It totally Greater and more powerful. Yeah. Although, like, like why could the concept of marrying for love didn't even come about till like a few hundred years ago. People turning it for religious reasons. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It is nice though. There are some like, there are some benefits to marriage. Is there open? I'm getting off subject for a second. Is there? I don't know. There's no like legal paper contract or anything. Still, like it's just 100% monogamous marriage, right? Like you can't have like a legal like triad. Well, I, I, as, as far as I know, I don't think there is any way for that to have like a legal like throuple, like you're saying. But also, in instances of polygamy and a man with multiple wives, I know there's like weird loopholes and stuff that they're able to go through to where it is like they do legally have multiple wives. Hmm. And I, I know it's only in a handful of states, Utah, um, and some other <laughs> ones, but I don't know how that works, and I'm not too updated with the legality of it, but. It exists in forms other than just a monogamous marriage. I mean, fuck, up until a few years ago, marriage was only for a man and a woman. That's <laughs> so, true. Literally a few years a ago. A few years ago, which sounds absurd. It really is. We're going to literally wait like another couple of decades until oh, those yeah. fuckers just die, die. We'll have to wait another few decades for a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless just the planet dies and we're all put out of our misery. That's fine. We'll move to space. <laughs> We can't afford to move to space, you silly Billy. Why not? Well, it'll just be all the rich fucks who can afford to move to space. No, that's where they go to Mars. Mars is in space, no? It would be a different planet. <laughs> oh, they'll have the poor planet and the rich planet? Yeah. The rich people live on the planet. Poor fuckers are floating in space dead. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not alive. <laughs> No, I've been super obsessed with the expanse lately. So everybody talking about that. I I need to. Well, figure, see, I've been listening. Figure out what's up with it. I'm listening to the books. The books are really good. Mm, you said that. Yeah, the show I think is pretty good too, but it's more interesting because it's interactions on almost like a a racist kind of thing. So you have like Martians versus like Earth people, but there's also mm. other people that grew up on just like space stations. And so their anatomy and physiology is different because they grew up in a different level of gravity. So you have like different people. Whoa. And as they're all interacting together, they all kind of hate each other. Yeah. And so you're dealing with the same bullshit that we fucking deal with on Earth in America right now. <laughs> Just like, oh, look, you're a different fucking color than me. That means everything. And it's almost the same exact thing. Like they have like shit nicknames for people and it makes no sense at all. Which is really interesting to listen to a book or like read a book or something like that because in your mind, unless the author describes to you exactly what they look like, you get no preconceived notions of a person's character based on their on their looks. Interesting. Interesting. 
interesting. So there are a lot of characters that Never eventually that. like find out they're like Martian or something. Yeah. I was like, what? I didn't know that. That's cool. That's beautiful. That's neat. I like that. It's really scientific too. It's pretty we're nerdy. Just, we're so funny. Human beings are so funny. Oh my I god. Think essentially, we're all just because I mean, truly, we're a bunch of animals who are just like really bad at being animals. We've we've lost our way quite a bit. I think Wade is like outside staring at us in the window. Well, somebody was in the window, but they've walked away. Oh, yeah. It was him. Oof. Oof. Big oof. If anybody does go watch that episode of Explained on Netflix after listening to this, it's going to end up being just half the things I've talked about. Oh, I'm definitely going to go watch it. It's so good. But it's, again, like with the whole animal thing. Our closest relatives, as we know, are like chimps and bonobos because we're primates. Um, but it's just like so fascinating. One of the things on there is how we're more closely related to bonobos than Asian elephants are related to African elephants. What? Yeah, they're both elephants, but they're more uh, like farther removed from each other than we are to bonobos. Interesting. We're just animals, man. We're really bad at it, but we're just animals. And scientifically, like, obviously, you know, since it didn't, marriage and monogamy didn't come along till a while ago, as animals, we were made to be non-monogamous. And... It's interesting because there's only, like, what, a handful of animals that are monogamous? Oh, so, so little. Like, so, 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 so few. Maybe not even a handful. Less. Probably less than a handful. The percentage is, like, minuscule. I only know what the penguins. The penguins. That's why I love saying monogamy is for the birds. Penguins, specifically. Penguins. And then there's this tapeworm, this parasite that literally fuses with, they like fuse together and make one life form. That I has have like... seen couples do that when they get married. <laughs> Parasites. Like, stop it. Joint Facebook account. You are two different people. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Very, very few. Yeah. I don't really know anything else besides, besides the penguin. That's the main one I can think of. And they're precious. Like, if anybody deserves a beautiful monogamous relationship, it's them. <laughs> like, they'll go out. The males will go out and find the most perfect, most beautiful, smooth, shiny, amazing pebble. And they'll mm. waddle up to their lady and present it to them and be like, yo, what up, girl? This for you. You in or not? And then a lot of the times, the lady does accept and takes that pebble. And then they mate for life. And that's it. But also, you know, kind of makes sense because in that group of animals, the women are badass and they're the ones who do all the fucking like hunting and like they do everything. <laughs> they let some dude impress them and then they mate and then she lays an egg and that dude stays there with that egg forever. Yeah. He just keeps it warm. And then the ladies are out fucking partying it up and fishing and like just having a blast being alive and then they bring some fish back for their dudes and babies right just out there probably enjoying other pebbles right no they're not they're my show (laughs) they're monogamous oh my god so it's interesting that we did end up so monogamous like you said even though animals generally don't even go that direction and it just like uh, it's done us so much harm because it takes away from things that like biologically we need which obviously a big one is sex but and the way we've contrived sexual relationships today. It's, it's almost more unhealthy than just not having sex at all. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Hmm. I've never really given this a lot of thought, to be a honest with you. A lot of people haven't, which, I mean, obviously is fine. It's just another thing to think about on top of all the other shit we have to think about. 
we're all we're all working our lives away 50 hours a week just to pay bills so uh, it's fair it makes so sense true. yeah god the decent citizens are working their asses off to be part of like society and pay bills I'm sure. sure there are plenty of fucktards out there that are just mooching off of someone else. There's some. There's, uh, this, mooching off someone else is a huge thing, too, and it's sad, because, like, I don't even necessarily feel contempt for the people who are mooching off of other stuff, because, like, doing it yourself, again, it's 50, average 50 hours a week just to pay your bills. Like, mm-hmm. There's no living beyond it. No. And that's why everyone's in debt and people go to school because then if at least i have this college degree i can get a better job and not have to work so much but no because then you still have to work the same amount to pay off your student loans and right or you just gotta dodge certain calls all all the time (laughs) it's all some bullshit it it really is i mean it may at that point too you could even think about as needing to get away and escape and i don't think the monogamous relationship is even popular in the uprising, like, youth or whatever. Oh, no. Like, I don't think there's a Our thing. youth is incredible. Like, they, I mean, because it's the first generation of people to have been brought up with unlimited resources in their pocket. True. So, like, they are just full of knowledge and they have nothing but resources. Anytime. 24 7 they can, they can know people. everything about anything every single day yeah that's true and they like to tell you that yeah but so did we oh, even though we God. didn't have the access we were still like yeah but this is what i do know we all did it yeah that's true i mean i guess that's part of adolescence yeah the shameful thing shit. is though they're generally right this group yeah like, oh, yeah, I saw this thing on Twitter the other day, and I'm like, no, you're wrong. I'm like, am I, though? Yeah. And I look into it, and I'm like, fuck you. It makes me super hopeful for the future. True that. You can see that. I feel like we're headed towards... It was uh, up to us or the generations before us, obviously. I want to say that we're headed towards, like, a happier future. I, I mean, that's my hope. Maybe, like, self-happiness. That's... Yeah, so then, uh, kind of in a weird addition to the non-monogamy, people are putting more importance on you know self-care and like that love it self there's even just like accountability and like owning up to your shit and yeah we all have fucking traumas but like fix them or not fix them but like handle them Mm -hmm. know how to respond when things trigger you or whatever like right learn yourself learn about yourself if you feel a way ask yourself why you feel that way and what a perfect segue back to the whole bit about you know people like i could never do that because just the thought of my partner sleeping with somebody else. Okay, so it makes you jealous, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, where does jealousy come from? I don't think jealousy is just, like, a standalone thing. Like, jealousy no. just isn't a thing by itself. No. Nine times out of ten, oh, I'm jealous if my partner sleeps with somebody else because then I'm afraid they're going to leave me for them. Insecurity. Insecurity. Yep. And not only that, but, like, probably lack of communication. Oh, my God. It's a huge one. Yeah. It is a huge issue. Like, if you feel a certain fucking way, say it. It's hard. It's so hard. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm in a non-monogamous relationship, and I think my partner and I have wonderful, beautiful communication. But even still, like, him and I had a conversation last night that probably could have happened almost two weeks ago. I just was like, I don't know. How do I, like, how do I start the conversation? How do I bring it up? And, like, what points do I want to make? And so I, I wrote out a list of the points I wanted to make. And then during our conversation, I had to like look at my notepad and be like, oh yeah, okay, I did that one already and had to come back. Otherwise, I wouldn't have ever been able to start the conversation. 
And I mean, even still, I like that. The though. conversation was started, but like, we still have a lot of talking to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's not just you start the conversation, the conversation's over, and then now everything's resolved. It's supposed to be a continuous, ongoing thing. I will hit this chord <laughs> until the day I die. You did warn me that you move a lot when you talk. <laughs> I'm theatrical. So I was a thespian in high school, all right? The fuck is that? A thespian? Yeah. Like acting, like theater acting. Oh. Theater. I mean, David my, Tennant. My brother's a thespian. David Tennant is the thespian. He's incredible. David Tennant? Yeah, he's like a classically trained Shakespearean actor. Mm. He's also a doctor. A doctor. Mm. You like that? Oh, yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> Arguably the best doctor, but he's not. Matt Smith is the best doctor. You can fight me on that. I don't watch Doctor Who. Oh. Do you want to fight me on that? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> God, there's so much like intergalactic knowledge I, that you I'm don't sure even. I'm sure it's amazing. No, that no. I know. It is super nerdy, so I understand. It's really hardcore nerd shit. But it's really neat. It, the the nerd culture has been on the rise for the past fucking decade. Calling things nerdy now, there's no negative connotation to it anymore. I don't think. Oh, do you think it's I was being popular. negative? No. No, that's true. I don't know. It used to be. I like being nerdy. Yeah, it's 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 just another way of being genuine and authentic and liking the things you like unapologetically. What if the new youth area would area? Good God new youth generation would all kind of consider themselves nerdy. Yeah, it's nerdy is just being allowed to like what you like. Yeah. I love it. Interesting. It's great. It's I beautiful. do love that too. Yeah. To oh my god. Communicate more about it. <laughs> I really hope. Just I'm trying not to laugh at every time you do that so hard. I I hope it gets picked up though. I hope you can hear all dozen times that I've hit these wires and cables and mics and cords and oh, it's amazing. Is it? <laughs> it's actually kind of hard for me to focus because I'm trying not to laugh so much every time it happens. <laughs> You're like also getting stuck like in your headphone I know, cord. Uh, I know. It's, it's fantastic. Fine. I'll it's, be fine. It's quite Everything's wonderful. fine. It's that picture of the dog meme where oh, he's just fire. sitting at the table. Yes, with the fire. Everything's fine. Everything's great. I think about that often. I do too. I think it sums up our generation kind of perfectly. True that. We were just born into this room of fire, you know what I mean? I know. And then all of a sudden there's a lifeline <laughs> in the form of internet. And we climbed our fucking burnt asses out. Trying to. And we're st- okay, good point. A little dark twist there. Just we forgot to read our our tarot cards before we started this we did but you know what i think afterwards will still be good yeah we'll still do that afterwards and i'd say i'd argue even better okay yeah okay yeah yeah it'll be good i like the idea of non-monogamy but i was definitely yeah raised and ingrained in the (laughs) bible belt southern baptist upbringing i was not That specifically, but I was raised in religion. I went to Sunday school every week, basically, for most of my youth. I went to summer camp and winter camp and youth group on Wednesday nights. And Wow, you did do it all. I did. I I, and, I, and I loved it. And I look back on a lot of it with just such like joy of all like the friends I had and 
getting to sing in choir and everything was just so fun. It was such a just nice, it was just like such a nice way to hang out with friends mm. until after junior high, the way my church had done it was like elementary school ages, you're in a classroom with like all the kids from your same grade. And then for junior high, like sixth, seventh and eighth, it's the junior high room and all the junior high age kids are together. And then come high school, the high school room, that's when things stopped being fun. <laughs> the high school room had no foosball table, no snacks, no choir, n nothing. That's just, so weird. Just chairs lined up in rows in columns to sit and listen, which I guess, you know, that's how they thought the transition from fun into <laughs> adult world, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's when I quit church. <laughs> And also because it was when I went to high school and all I had to do was take like a world religions class to be like, oh, no shit. There's other ones. This <laughs> is... Wait, <laughs> hold on. There's other shit going on. Yeah, They have it's pool not... tables in there. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, trying to like then go to the church and ask my, my leaders these questions about things that I was learning about in the only responses I ever got was like, well, you know, you gotta have faith. Oh and God, the fucking faith you answer. Gotta Do you have faith? And uh, you were saved, right? All right, then you pray and you're saved and you gotta have faith and faith and saved and faith. Mm -hmm. and that's it. We don't have the answer, so you just gotta believe in a higher power. Yeah. We're not meant to know the answers. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that was when I, that was when I quit. I understand that. It took me way longer, but yeah, we got fair. there. But so, you know, I, I'm definitely familiar with that. Right. The ingrained. The ingrained. This is the way. Right. So, like, as I was looking into the article and everything and I'm reading, I'm like, this all makes so much fucking sense. Yeah. It is so bizarre that, like, the initial, like, reaction is like, uh, but then you think about it. Knee jerk like, is okay. like, that's not what I know. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. It's like your history is just freaking out in the yeah. back. And all the rest of you that make sense is like, shut the fuck up. Right. All the logical parts are like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then it goes even further to like what we talked about. I don't even know if we were recording at this point. Like it ultimately has nothing to do with anyone else. Nope. That's the beauty of it. It's about you and taking care of you. And right. And honoring your wants and needs and listening to yourself and loving, loving yourself. It's fucking awesome. It's yeah. hard to do. It's so hard to do. It's really hard. But god damn it, it's it amazing. Takes, it takes a lot of just like facing all of your ugly shit. Being yeah, like, which... yeah, that is, that's me. Mm, that's right. That's true. But it's not all of me. Exactly. It's not even the most important parts of me. Or the most like prominent. Yeah, no. For the most part, for most people, definitely not. Yeah. There's way more good prominently than there is ugly bullshit i i believe that kind of i think goes back to a whole like you know the nature versus nurture and like are humans born can can a human be born evil and i think the answer is like absolutely fucking not i think just like pure <laughs> human souls are born just a clean slate not good or bad just neutral and huh. then what happens afterwards is up to its environment but, I mean, it's really hard to argue that. Well, some people argue that people from can be born me, evil. From me, I don't believe that. That seems ridiculous. What? 
unless you get it underneath like the right pentagram and the right <laughs> enunciations and sacrifices <laughs> and stuff then yeah definitely born at just the right time under just the right moon spit that demon out hell yeah brother because then you probably die on top of it from blood loss and there's red moon and someone screaming in the background what movie is this I am literally just making this up. It's a movie somewhere. Is sure. it? Or a TV show. I don't know. I've heard it before. Getting flashbacks of my birth. Nice. <laughs> nice. Demonic. Oh like I God. said, Satan. My mom would freak out if she heard that. Oh, my God. I, I love the couple of times we've both talked about, like, our mothers and the similar responses we get to things. I love to call myself a witch, and especially when my mother, because her knee-jerk response is, Oh, Dom- Dominique Marie, you don't say that. <laughs> you're not a witch you don't say that dominique marie that's also why i kind of love going by dominique marie because it almost just makes me chuckle a little bit because growing up that was what i heard whenever i was quote in trouble or when i was giving sass mm-hmm. just, oh, dominique marie totally feel that i got the first two names as well yeah not often because i never really did anything you sounds like you're a good kid i was oh for a little while a little bit most actually most of your life i would probably say like 90 percent. <laughs> that's good until now, I just want to burn everyone down. Totally exaggerating. That is not at all the case. But you know what? We all have our, our demons. Cheers. We gotta feel with. Cheers, queers. Here's here's to demons. Yeah. We've all caught them. It's so much better if you just sit down and look at them and just like, hi. We're gonna have to be friends because this shit ain't working. Like, how can I make you better? Yeah. Or like, how can you make me better? Whatever. Whatever way works for you, you know? Because, I mean, sometimes I think people are looking at... Are you at a crossroads at... or are you just, like, in your bathroom mirror? Like, where are you at? That's a really good point. What are you sacrificing in this conversation? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> demons aren't even, like, in my opinion, like, bad. I think it's just no. people feeling that they aren't allowed to indulge themselves in certain things. That's... And so they're looking at it in such a negative viewpoint i'm like it's not a bad thing but you're getting so worked up and you see this part of you as this worst degrading like everything about it you hate but it is a part of you right it's like we were just saying it's just the parts of you that like need some love and care and they don't have to be bad right it's just let it in and and, uh, like in addition to not being quote-unquote bad like who gets to decide what is bad or good anyways these societal rules that we were given for the past few hundred years or like your preacher or your parents or whatever spoken like a true anarchist everyone could see that face could see that face (laughs) i i have said for years that if i was ever granted one single wish from a genie my wish would be that i could roll my eyes all the way into the back of my head so that people could feel my contempt for them interesting when i converse about things that are just ugh, <laughs> you know oh you have a pretty solid eye roll i just caught that it's not bad but i wish i could just give people the whites of my eyes that's it, my dream this is not the ultimate eye roll not yet i haven't met a genie yet no that would hurt hmm. well I, I guess i should probably you could train specify in my wish no i'm just gonna wait for the genie okay and i'll specify i want to be able to roll my eyes all the way back into my head without it hurting Oh, there you go. Yeah. Because that's a good good point. A little, little caveat at the end. Like, they could I'm grant a... me that wish, and then I'm just in excruciating pain every time I do it, so then I never do it. How boring. What a waste of a wish. 
That, that, if you're trying to cover all loopholes, then you have to say and bring them back to neutral. You're right. Because what if you're just staring at your brain forever? Or what if my wish is just to have full control of my eyes? Painlessly. Does that cover everything? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. Full painless control of my eyeballs. I don't know. Somebody help me word this. You have suggestions. Yeah, please know. email us in with that one. <laughs> How amazing. do I word my genie wish? Email me. There should be a whole podcast about that. <laughs> about genie wishes and how to word them properly people just send you a a bunch of wishes and like help me not get fucked over by this like all right let's cover all the bases it ends up just being a fucking like dissertation of one single wish well here you go sign here here and here right (laughs) (laughs) genie we're gonna need your thumbprint here here and here genie's like i ain't even got thumbs dog what do you mean? Will Smith definitely had thumbs. Well, like ghostly hands. I'm just like vapory things. I don't know. I'm making shit up. What kind of genius have you ran into? So many, and none of them have granted me my wish yet. Oh, sad. That it's is because I haven't been able to word it properly. So again, if you can email in, <laughs> they're just laughing at you. Like I'm not even gonna acknowledge right. that wish. My eyeballs are just gonna fall out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to give you two fake eyeballs right here. And you're like, here you go. Roll, roll those them. around. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> There's so many loopholes right? in this. Right. It's Shit. hard. It's hard, man. But what it, kind of world are we living in where I can't just ask for a simple wish from a genie? Hmm? I don't know. <laughs> Not the world that we want to stay in. MAGA. Make America genies again. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> That didn't even make sense. No, but I think it was clever all the same. We needed that there. I should probably make a shirt or a hat of that. Make America genies again? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Except red, we'll do purple. Make all genies again. Make America genies also? I don't know. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Write in your suggestions. Mm -hmm. Email Caleb. Your yeah. suggestions for purple hats. Purple hats. You like the purple idea? Yeah, I like purple. Okay. It's powerful. I don't know why. I, th- I think genie immediately just went to purple. It's fair. It's powerful. But when I hear Royal. genie... Blue. Yep. Of course. Yep. All of us. Aladdin. Aladdin. I don't know if there's any other genies or anything else I know. I dream of genie. I literally cannot... Oh my god. She's amazing though. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sounds like good memory. Mm, you're welcome. What was this episode about again? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, it's probably about time to wrap this up. Oh, yeah. We've oh, done yeah. a good job. Have we done a great job? I think it was a good conversation. Uh, yeah, not bad. And we definitely got some firsthand experience coming from you, which is really awesome because yeah. as far as I know, you're the only person I know that's in an open relationship. Non-monogamous relationship. That's but then me. again, that's a good point that I, I almost wanted to ask you. How would you, like, just randomly, like, do you just, like, bring this, like, if you have a connection with someone, do you, like, just drop that ball, or do you try so, to, like, get a feel of what they, their perspective is first? Actually, I think it's pretty eh, fair. I use fair loosely, but pretty fair to assume that most anyone you talk to loves monogamy mm-hmm. right now yeah, anyways oh yeah because that's just where we're at so 
That's just what I assume, I guess, with anybody I talk to. And at some point, I definitely bring it up earlier rather than later. Especially because I feel like it's a thing about me that I like care about and I'm passionate enough about. Just again, because I think it all just comes back to like, I want people to love themselves. And yeah. for me, finally, and again, this is, I am now in a non monogamous relationship, but I think I first actually realized that monogamy wasn't for me when I had my second boyfriend back in like 2013. Hmm. And I've gone through other monogamous relationships since then just not really listening to myself and how I felt and acknowledging my feelings and like loving myself. Mm -hmm. So it takes time. It takes a lot of time. And all good things generally do. Yeah. My relationship that I'm in now just so happened that <laughs> the conversation about monogamy was like the first thing I ever talked to him about because he's just a mutual friend or uh, one of my best friends is a mutual friend between him and I. And so she introduced us and we're just like at a bar playing pool one night or whatever. And I just jumped right into the fact like, hey, yeah, this is what's up with me. This is what I'm about. And and because I was also kind of not freshly, but a few months out of a long term monogamous relationship that obviously didn't go well. I'm not a monogamous person. <laughs> right. So um, I was just very like hell bent on being like, I need to make sure everybody knows that this is what I'm about because this is what I'm about. And I'm finally allowed to be about it. Fuck yeah. So. That's good. I think definitely start off with that shit. Yeah. Or maybe maybe not like. Well, it's just. And I mean, hi, if we're being real, so it's 2020, and I do have a Tinder that I scroll occasionally when I'm bored, and it does say on there that I'm in a non-monogamous relationship, and there's even a photo of me and my partner. Nice. Just so it's full transparency, and that's the best part, I think. Dude, it's it's so nice to just like know that everybody knows your same truth, and that you don't have to have different truths for different people. Because right. I used to do that a lot. I, I, used, that. I used to have a life full of different truths for different people in different settings and situations. And God, was it exhausting. Yeah. And then you go home and you don't even know who the fuck you are anymore. Just sad. You have different parts of you fighting for more parts of you. and Just sad. Sad all the time. Yeah. It's fucking hard. Being, being a person. A person. It is. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. But totally worth it if you can put forth the energy oh, and like try and solve it's beautiful. the issues. Yeah. No, if everything was easy, then everything would suck. Yep. Nothing would be nice. No, it wouldn't be Good. worth it. No. Embrace the suck. Yeah, you got to. Absolutely. And that's where we're going to end this. Cheers, I think it's perfect. Cheers. Is that from something? No, it's just something I like to say. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Maybe I will call that the, the title for the episode. Cheers, queers. I love it. I mean, okay. I'm also queer, which I guess can have parts to do with non-monogamy. That is unacceptable. That's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a different topic, I guess. I it's guess like, it kind of I feel is. like it's partially all-encompassing, but, you know, there's layers to everything. Fuck A. Yeah. Goddamn okay. Shrek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm okay. standing by that. Whatever. I like it. I don't all talk right. well. Cheers, queers. <laughs>
YouTube. Oh, Big Tat Studio. You got it. You nailed it. Say it all with me now. And I totally forgot to ask Dominique where you could find her, but I don't think she wants people following her personal account, so maybe not. Doesn't matter anyways. You can't get it. But I hope you do get to have a great weekend. I'll see you later.